welcome to RAWF Philadelphia Freedom Live from the from the, the, the Lincoln Financial Stadium in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Let me bring on my co-host, the wonderful, well, maybe wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola. <clears throat> Why are you looking at me like that? We're not. We're in the studio. We're not in the ring yet. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I look at you like nothing here. You know, it's, it's peace off because apparently you were very upset with me, and you know we we can have the match and all that. But you were very upset with me, Suka. I I I did you a favor. I brought you. I brought you a small gift. Here you go. I brought you a box of of uh, our newest thing for the you know for the for the truck for today, you know at, at your request. Here you go. Here is a box of uh, Lord Amadeus Dirty Wieners. <laughs> wow! Thank you. Thank you very much. I had much. to bring you several because they're they're quite they're they're quite uh, un poquito. Ha. All right. All I right, also brought right. you because I also added because I thought you know people might need to you know need a little something a little more filling. Uh, we also added a new El Vacant Chorizo sandwich. It's much. It's like three times as big. All right. Well, at anywho, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to RAW Philadelphia Freedom, our annual uh, celebration of America here in RAWF. I hope everyone had a safe and happy Fourth of July yesterday. And last night, and uh, so let's get started on a rundown of this tremendous card tonight. World Heavyweight Champion Mithras the Title Machine defending against Maeve O'Hare of Terror Inc. And uh, we've talked about this quite a bit at length, El Vacant. Uh, and uh, you know, it should be very interesting. Does Maeve have what it takes and only a little over a year's experience in the ring to take down a legend like Mithras the Title Machine? I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's completely possible. Like I said, everything is possible, though, yeah, see? So, you know, look, I, I've said this from from the, from the first time you've asked it. I'll keep saying it. I think the odds are in his favor. Uh, even she has said, you know, he has more experience. He's been doing this much longer, but et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to count the fires of the red that out. Totally agree. That one is going to be something to watch to say the least but then we have a battle of two legends for the platinum dragon championship as it mithras has to defend that against the paragon of greatness so we that one is i mean two rawf stalwarts legends former champions hall of famers going at it platinum dragon championship on the line who do you like I think, I think, I think, I think we're going to hear and still at the end of this match, is my opinion. All right. 
That's a, that's, it should be it should be an epic battle. Uh, Paragon. I think, has, I think I think you're in for a hell of a match. I just I I suspect it's going to be at still. But uh, you know, look, if there's any match on this card that I don't actually would not be comfortable putting money on, it's that one. Agreed. You never know uh, which one of those two come out on top. Uh, Paragon almost beat. I mean, Paragon looked for at one point at Immortal that he had both those titles won when he almost pinned Mithras, but it was not to be. We will have to see if he ha- if he can do it tonight in Philadelphia. Uh, national champion will be on the line. Championship will be on the line. Hobo Ezekiel defending against. I'll let you say it because you like beast like that. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yes. Now, that one is also going to be a heck of a match, considering. I mean, we we talked to Hobo last night right here on After Hours. He did not seem to be in, in the best of shape, uh, but at the same time, I mean, he did have 24 hours, almost 24 hours to sober up. What do you? Who do you like coming out of this national title match? Hmm. National title, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Remind me who's in that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hobo Ezekiel and Beast. Oh right, right. Sorry, I had, I had, I had blonde moment, which is weird because you know you'd think that would be you. Um. Right. Uh, Hobo Ezekiel versus Beast. I, you know, like I said last night, and I, and I, and I you know, I, I've kind of thought about this more, and I, and I think I was on the right track last night. I think, yeah, I, I think Hobo. Um, is, is is fighting with even bigger chip on shoulder than usual, and this time it's not like old potato chip; it's like actual chip on shoulder. So I think I think he's probably going to pull this one out. Well, we will shall see. Fubar City Championship. It will be these versus the Razor, uh, and you know we know that the Razor has been looking for IWF Gold for a while now. Uh, he's back. He seems to be surging right now. Does he have what it takes to unseat D's of that Fubar City Championship? I absolutely think he does have what it takes. Uh, the question is, is really tap into what it takes. I mean, it, it, he is the chairman. He's got he's got a chair, but he's got the Deserator as well. So it should be a really good fight. These two should put on one hell of a fight on the streets of Philadelphia. Midnight Hobo Championship. It'll be the Cougar versus the Immortal Griffith. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not the Immortal Griffith. Oops. That's another no. match down the road. That's no. That's Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, that she's defending the Midnight Hobo Championship. I mean, I could see how you could mix them up. They look so much alike. No. No, they they, they, they really don't. Uh, but at anywho, that you have a prediction on that one? I think I'm going to go with Cougar on this one, I, I think. All right. Cougs for over for the – I have to agree. She's uh, She's been a little quiet as of late, but uh, that doesn't necessarily bode well for Luke Cage. Well, I mean, it, I mean, part of it's that, but also part of it that Luke, Luke has been, you know, he's been, he's been kind of on fire. Like he's, he's had a bunch of really good matches, but he keeps getting himself into these positions where he gets into matches at the pay-per-views and then can't um, – how you say finish? Yeah, you know, he's like <laughs> always the bridesmaid. Yeah, this is true. 
Luke's only gold thus far here in RAWF. He was one half of the tag team championship with Teflon Sheik a few months back. Uh, other than that, he has yet to capture a singles championship in RAWF. Could that change tonight? We will find out. Uh, Triple Crown Championship will be the unsettled Chris Cage, the reigning champion, defending against Claymore and Money Sue. Now, Chris Cage and Claymore facing off in two different triple threat matches, one in one in a, the normal ring, one in the electrified steel cage. But this one, uh, Triple Crown Championship, Money Sue is kind of, you would almost say the third wheel if Chris Cage and Claymore uh are still Matt are still uh, if there's any uh, lingering animosity between the two over last month's white lightning championship could money money sue slide in there and possibly steal this triple crown title out from under them i certainly could um you know now as i said last night i don't i don't think um i, I doubt that claymore is going to be overlooking anyone like i said he kind of hates everyone um you know that because everyone is you know morally beneath him now so, you know, I think he's just going to go in there and just try to clear house. It doesn't matter who the person in front of him is. But, you know, you're right. He does have a little more history with the one than the other. So it is possible Money Sue can, you know, uh, if he's smart about it, can uh, take advantage of that. It should be a really good match, to say the least. Sin defends the multimedia championship against Tigress and Europa Muscles defending the Powerball title against Tigress. Uh Tigress with two opportunities at two championships, and she, of course, right now is one half of the tag team championships. What are the odds of her walking out of Philadelphia with three titles? Uh, about 33%. Is it really 33%? No, it's actually considerably lower than that, but that's not I, how odds work. I was going to say, I, th- and I think it's technically 25 because there's four options. Zero, one, two, and three. So it would be 25%. That's there. But, uh, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if she walks out with all three. But I'd be hard-pressed to tell you which one she won't keep, if that follows. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, men's title will be on the line, the Immortal Griffith versus the Teflon Sheik. I mean, <laughs> we're, all, we're all highly anticipating, not because it's going to be necessarily be a good match, not because we want to see Griff beat the shit out of the Teflon Sheik again. Um, does Sheik have any shot at this? I, I no. No, Just, I can't. There's, no. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But he, I mean, he has a shot of getting out without going to hospital, I guess. And I ladies and gentlemen, I, just, just I do apologize for blog talk dining. Apparently, the chat's still acting up, uh, and people are having problems getting back in once they, they refresh and get take out. So we'll just have to go. Po- just it is what Blog Talk is having having a fit this weekend. It likes if, to do that, you, especially. Yes, if you can hear us, but you can't get in, just you know, kind of listen for a little bit, like take, give it a minute, and then refresh and see if it comes back. Yeah, it's been it, being it, buggy. Yeah, it, it's a little buggy tonight. We apologize. Uh, and then Estrogen Championship Europa Muscles defending against former Estrogen Champion Crazy Mama. Do you have a choice? Do you have a pick between these two feisty ladies? Uh, 
Crazy Mama and I'm sorry, Crazy Mama and who? Europa. Europa. That's why I, I man, I man, I, I'm really just looking forward to our match. I'm having a hard time paying attention. I um, guess so. You're fired up. I'm just like, I am. I look. I look. I get to throw the boss man over the top rope. It's gonna be great. You know, you've been sniffing my hair gel. I mean, it does. It does smell pretty nice. Is there avocado yeah. in that? It kind of smells yes, like there is. Actually, it's an all natural oh, ingredient. Yeah. Smells a lot like the uh, the the, uh, the 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 uh, what do you call it? The sauce I put on one of the chalupas. Mm-hmm. Anywho, moving right along, tag team championship on the line: Hotness versus Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, arguably, uh, possibly one of the best tag team, one of the best two or three tag teams in RAWF history, looking to win the titles for the fourth time. Hotness, however, they've been tag team champions for a while. They know each other very, very well. Both teams know each other very, very well. Who, who do you like in this matchup? How do these, how do these two teams match up? I I think they match up very well, but uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say uh, Hotness is going to retain, uh, and and I am specifically saying that because you know one half of of the challengers there are, are, has to be uh, focusing somewhere else. You see, um, he has mm-hmm. a, he has a very important singles match uh, on the same card. Um, I think I think it would be very difficult for him to concentrate on the tag match at the same time as preparing uh, properly for uh, the title machine. See? Mm, uh, that's, that, that's a good point. Although the same could be said for Tigress that she has two other matches other than this one. So it could go either way. But, but I, neither I, of them are against Mithras. This is true. You have a point. have a very good point. White Lightning Triple Threat, the first ever triple threat match for the White Lightning Championship in the, in the electrified steel cage. Claymore, the reigning champion, defending against the unsettled, Cra- K- unsettled Chris Cage and Uber Vegan TPO. Uh, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this particular one, notably electric fireworks. Uh, any 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 prediction on who walks out of the high border steel cage, White Lightning champion? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the man who's named for the match, Mr. Cage. Hmm. All right, we'll go with that. That's a good. Uh, that's a that's a good a choice to pick him as anything else. Uh, so certainly. So and of course he is the former champion, so he definitely See, wants I, to. I, I mean, I was I was only making a joke about the name. The reason I pick him is because uh, I, I think the match lends itself to his uh, his skill set. Mm, agreed. Very much agreed. He is a very unsettled, as you said, is possibly the one of the most uh, accurate nicknames for a wrestler. In RAWF history, unsettled is definitely what Chris Cage is. Killer Neptune defends Champions Choice Championship against Iceman King Parsons, and of course, as always, uh, the champion has loaded the has loaded the the dice against uh, the challenger. Uh, IKP can only use uh, a couple of leg scissor moves and use a fool me once defense, uh, but I mean. It is what it is. Killer Neptune's probably going to walk out as Champions Choice champion, but it should be a very entertaining match not either way. That is. Hatfield I mean, and it McCoy. should be funny. I'll give it funny. Yeah, it should be funny because I keep he's going to he's going to he's going to get a workout, get some quads, get those quads worked on. Uh, certainly, doing all those head scissors. 
Uh, Hatfield and McCoy Championship. It is the Cougar defending against the Immortal Griffith. Two Hall of Famers going at it uh, for the Hatfield and McCoy title. And, uh, you know, we keep we keep talking about how Griff's got it easy in his men's title defense. Not quite so easy in the Hatfield and McCoy Championship match. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I mean, I think... I mean, I, Smart Monday, I say, would be on Griffith just because, you know, he's Griffith. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have a lot of experience in the ring, uh, in, at least in, you know, major titles against uh, Cougars. You know, all this, for as long as either of them have been in the company and, you know, kind of, you know, threatening in the top ranks, they, they haven't really crossed paths a lot. Um, you know, and that's that's something he's not used to anymore. I, I mean, you, you look, every time he turns around, he's got someone in the ring. It's usually someone he's faced two, three, four, eight hundred times before, you know, see? Um, and now you know, he's, he's suddenly kind of going in a title match against someone I think he's maybe faced a grand total of like four times in his entire career. Should be a good match between the two Hall of Famers, Hatfield McCoy Championship match. Hormonal title, it will be Beast versus Wildfire. Beast. Uh, whose hor- who does who, who whose hormones reign supreme tonight? Will it be Beast or Wildfire? I uh, look. I, I really want to give Beast the nod here, but I mean Wildfire is like super cute. <clears throat> but, okay. You better get I, mad when I don't pick them. This is true. This is very true. Uh, we've had several come on here and give you shit for not choosing them. So, with that being said, should be a good match between those two. First ever triple threat Fubar City street fight against three people that have had some serious issues with each other over the last few months. It is Luke Cage, Nightcrawler, and Iceman King Parsons. Uh, those three will go at it in a Fubar City street fight against uh, first ever triple threat Fubar City street fight. In a regular Fubar City street fight, one-on-one, and it will be Ali Knight taking on Damia. Those two, it's a rematch from Radiversary. Um, two, two best friends go at it. Lady Vex takes on the returning Brunette Strangler in a match I'm very much looking forward to. Redneck Avenger defends the honor of America when he takes on the unstoppable god, Scythe. Triple threat match between Aaron McFadden, Zyberlinx, and Hotshot Chaz. Uh, a match between RAWF Hall of Fame GM Raven and the Teflon Sheik. And then a tag team challenge match. Newly returned anger management, the team of the Impact player Fred Starr and the Wild-Eyed Yeti taking on Dawn Patrol. That is Nightcrawler and Revenge Gibson. And then a slew of undercard matches as well, including myself versus L Vacant, the Great Red Dragon, <laughs> the Great Red Dragon taking on Mark Caliber, uh, some other. Two, let me go down the list here. There it is. You know, I make these scenes really, really long. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, Cassie Joe taking on S.G. Gibson. Revenge Gibson taking on the, the artist formerly known as Davila, now going as Androg Devis. I'm not sure. I think that's how you spell it, but I'm not sure. Androg Devis. Revenge Gibson taking not, on... Knott's Boogie takes on Big F and Hitman. Nightcrawler takes on the Hawkster. Papa Shaker versus Iceman King Parsons. There's a lot of great matches. Uh, tonight in 
Philadelphia, to say the least. All right, so looks like a new chat is opened. See, see, uh, we've had some tef- technical thing going on in the background. If you were listening and weren't able to get into a chat or were in and got kicked out, uh, or even think you're still in but haven't seen any emotion, uh, refresh now, you should be able to get in. Yeah, we'll see how long this chat lasts. I don't know. This is blog talk being being blog talk, I guess. We'll just have to see how long. Yeah, like Maeve said, we'll see how long this lasts. Uh, so, of any of the matches we haven't talked about, any of them stick out to you, Elvacan, is one that you'd like to discuss at least for a short period of time. Hmm. I think we should talk about that Fubor three-way. Ah, that being Luke that, Cage. That just sounds like that just sounds like mayhem incarnate. Oh, definitely. I mean, you put three men in the three men. They can go anywhere, wherever they want, use whatever they want. Uh, there's no rules, of course, in the Fubar City Street side. And when there's three of them, yeah, that's they're going to be tearing up. This stadium is going to be so torn up. I am, I'm, I'm certain I'm going to have to pay a lot of insurance. Uh, Returns just because there's so and many Philadelphia, people. If they go outside and do it, no one will even notice. Now you got a point there. I just I worry about them damaging like you know historical sites or relics or something. If they make oh, their way point. up to Independence Hall. You, you might uh, want to remind them that doing things like you know hitting the Liberty Bell and things like that is actually federal crime, and they take that very seriously. Yeah, and 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 you know what happens? They knock over the Rocky statue. I I, I think there'd be a riot. Literally. Well, it's Philadelphia. They would just move it again. <laughs> Thing gets passed around more than no. Wait, never mind. That was going to be a bad joke. Mm mm All right. So with that being said. Let's talk to somebody we haven't had a chance to talk to for a little while. Joining us this evening here in Philadelphia, uh, she is a high voltage and and battle the hormones GM. She is also the reigning defending Midnight Hobo and Hatfield and McCoy champion. She is also, of course, as of last at anniversary, she is also a RWF Hall of Famer. She is the one and only. <laughs> Gentlemen, she is the Cougar, the First Lady of Anarchy. Cougs, good evening. Good evening, LA. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. So we know you've been very, very busy as of late. Uh, let's talk about a couple things before we talk to you about your matches. First of all, first ever tie 
in a high voltage invitational. You made the call that it w- that would mean a triple threat match for the White Lightning Championship. Uh, explain your de- explain the decision behind doing so. That why why not a tiebreaker of some sort? Why not or you just thought a triple threat match would would make more money? Well, you know me in first. I enjoy doing them. And, you know, Mithras got to do a first with a triple threat, so I wanted to do a first with a triple threat for high voltage. No, I just thought it was fair that both men worked their butt off. One did it with the trash talk. One did it with actually winning. They had an exact same score, and it was only fair that they both get a shot at the title. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, should be a good one with Claymore, Unsettled Chris Cage, and Uber Vegan PPO. Really good match. Uh, let's talk about the Battle of the Hormones. Wildfire winning. Uh, do you have a prediction when it comes to Beast versus Wildfire? Uh, you know, I'm always going to go for the women only because, you know, I'm a woman. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I'm supposed to yell at Vacant for not picking Beast. But like, see, I was in lose-lose scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, we'll, of course, we will have to wait uh, to find out who wins the, each match before you can actually start the next season and find out who exactly is all in the next season. Um of uh, the high voltage invitation. Actually, high voltage has got a new change. I will be getting that scene up probably tomorrow at the latest. They will have until Friday to sign up, and the tournaments will start Friday night because two of the men in the high voltage title match will go into the next season automatically. This is to help alleviate some of that match stress. Setting 28 matches in one day so that we can try and get them all done on one at on time is getting to be a bit much. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that by doing it this way, I won't have to do so many matches myself or put so many on the competitors at the same time. Okay. So that you can so spread we'll them out. All right. Sounds exactly. good. Sounds good. I like that plan. So, Sounds very so good. So I have, I have questions. I have a question. Yes, so, you know, this, no, outfit, no. this outfit you have going on today, you have like the whole, you know, very, very American flag tights going on and red, white, red, white, and blue, like leg tassel things. But, but you have all that going on and even the little red and blue hair thing going on. But, but you have Canadian boobies. <laughs> well, my husband's Canadian. So what I'm thinking is we should replace your boots with like Mexican boots and then you could be Miss North America. <laughs> You need to be in the right, the right order. I will work on that. How's that? <laughs> oh, my word. Two big matches for you tonight. Coogs defending two titles. Defending, first of all, the Hatfield-McCoy Championship against the Immortal Griffith. Your thoughts on facing Griffith for that title tonight? That will probably be the title I focus on the most. Not necessarily because of the title itself, but because it's against Griff. We've, like Vacant um, said, we've had a few back and forth, but nothing in a major match. No tournaments, I believe. 
definitely have not had a title match against each other. So this is a first for us, and I will definitely be concentrating on that one more than I will Luke. And so we're talking about the Midnight Hobo Championship against Luke. Are you saying, you know, you're concentrating more on Griff than Luke, and then that's because of the the quality of competition? Is that what you're saying there, that Luke is not in Griff's league? Yes. Okay. Is are you not not to say he is because Griff's beaten Luke on several occasions for for titles or in title matches. Uh, but you know, does it, are you are you underestimating the member the terroring member? Uh, you didn't have to point that part out. You realize just just saying that. No, I'm not underestimating him. I mean, we just came across each other in a match earlier in the week, and we both stated in the match that we weren't going to show each other our best and he proceeded to get himself disqualified. Hmm. So I'm hoping he doesn't underestimate me. Interesting. Interesting strategy. If if he did intentionally get himself disqualified so as not to play show cards, that's almost that's almost that's pretty crafty. I have to say on the on the part of Luke Cage, but uh, so Coogs. With that being said, I uh, h- hope you had a, ha- a happy Fourth of July. Uh, uh, did you have any firework displays out out at the compound this year? Did I did, did we uh, did you have a fun time? Actually, I will probably be doing them tomorrow for the birthday party. Because you know I have a birthday party every year on July sixth. Your birthday. Oh. Abby's birthday. Oh, oh, I should have known that. Okay. Well. Well, that that's yeah, so I'm invited. Right? Six. <laughs> I'm of invited, course. right? Okay. Cool. Of course. El vacant? You you know, invite El vacant. <laughs> you, you inviting El vacant? I'm invited too. Yes, we'll, we'll have a special you know, roommate Google for would him. Invite me. She Google loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my doll. Uh, so I mean, sorry, Nightcrawler. One last, one <laughs> last question. One last thing I have to mention to you, Cougs. Last night on After Hours, we had an unex- the unexpected arrival of your wayward, I, be- I believe, is it son? He's your son, right, Fred? No. No. That's Bubs' son. That's Bubs' son? That's right. Okay, your nephew, Fred Starr, claiming that he destroyed anarchy and that they haven't been the same since. Just thought you'd like to hear that little tidbit. He did. I heard it. I heard him say it. Yes, and that's why we're still here. We're still strong. Yeah, I'm real afraid of Fred. He pops up, shows off for a little while, and then, whoops, disappears again, just like his mother. All right. Wow. I feel like I need. I feel like I need like blanket now. It just got very cold in here. Is he? <laughs> I have no love uh, lost for him. Oh well, there is a chance you may be facing. He and his partner, the wild-eyed Yeti. You remember Yeti? Uh, who who can forget yep. Yeti? Remember Yeti? Have, this is a song about Yeti. Have have joined the tag team ranks. 
and her will be competing in this in this uh, period's tag team. So there's a chance you may get to go up against them uh, in in this next. Kicking his butt. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Uh, who's your tag team partner in R.A.W.? Beast. Beast. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a match I want to see. I hope that match comes up in the in in the random unstoppable random draw uh, sometime during this season. That is definitely a match I would want to watch. Uh, but yeah, if you, you might want to go back and listen to what Fred had to say last night, if you get a, if you get an opportunity to, because it was a, uh, it was quite arrogant. I certainly. Well, what do you expect? Look at his father; he's arrogant himself. Oh, that's right. Wait, he's the son I didn't know of he was Griffith's kid. Not no no oh. no Griffith. Griffith, we, as we've said many times before, cannot have kids. Has never been able to have kids. I think that's a hogwash. I, I think he's just saying that so you know they won't make him rap that rascal. <laughs> All right, well, Coogs, thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, I know you've been on a very busy schedule. We hope we hear from you again very soon. I will certainly try. I know you will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy, reigning midnight hobo, uh, and Hatfield McCoy champion. She is the cougar. All right. So, with that being said, uh, promised you all another fireworks display. If you were here last night for the show, uh, we had a fireworks display by Judgment Mr. R.A.W.F. Uh, he did it from the childhood home of his opponent tonight, Uncle Frank. Um, let's bring on Mr. R.A.W.F. right now and see if he's he, – I know he's here in Philly. He can't still be wherever the hell he was last night. But uh, let's get see where Mr. R.A.W.F. is up to this evening. <laughs> Judgment is here. Good evening, Judge. Good evening. So, uh, Judge, I, I know you're, yes, you're, I'm you're, you're. I know that you're in this dark place right now because you got this big match against Uncle Frank. Uh, we've seen a very dark side of you over the last few weeks, but you still had a job to do uh, with the fireworks. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. It was a beautiful. It was a beautiful it was beautiful, yes. Yes, 
yes, you burned down Uncle Frank's childhood home last night with the fireworks display. You want to? I, I don't. I don't envy you in your match. I'm just saying. I but, and you know, the screams that was coming out of the home. I don't know who they was. I don't know where they was coming from. Well, Judge, you know, we haven't heard much from Uncle Frank uh, since you made the challenge, other than really an acceptance. He hasn't acknowledged or said anything about what you've been doing, what you've been saying. But if I know the monster of the hills, I mean, I can understand your, your strategy to go to take on a monster, a man who's, you know, the reputation he has, uh, the background that he has, uh, you have to go to a dark place. So I have to commend you on the attitude you've taken, taking on Uncle Frank. But why, Judge? Why, Judge Uncle Frank? Why? I mean, there are so many people out there in REWF that, you know, why did you choose Uncle Frank as your target for Philadelphia Freedom? The reason I chose Uncle Frank is because he's the only sisterhood that I haven't really fought against. I fought Paragon many times, and we know the outcome to that. <clears throat> I fought against Rooster Shark's son, and we know hey, the outcome hey, to hey, that. Hey. And I've also fought against the other one, and we know the outcome to that. So I thought I would start out with a new, you know, I said to myself, self, because I call myself self, I said self, in order to beat them, you got to join them. So I took myself to the darkest place that, on, on, that I could think of and back to Frank's childhood. The horror the, that you could feel there in those woods, the screams, you could, you could actually hear the screams from, the, from, from there. You could smell the flesh burning. Yeah, I know what Frank went through now as a child. And tonight, <laughs> when we get in that ring, Frank, I've got some surprises for you. I got a lot of surprises for you, Frank. Mm. Okay, well, Judge, good luck to you tonight. It was a, I, I commend you for for your preparation for this match, to say the least. It was it's been something we weren't expecting from you. So, and that being is, said, I, I, I did set up a um, I, I did set up an, another display. If you would like it later on tonight. Oh, okay. I did. I, I, I had a little bit of money left over, and I thought to myself, self, where do I set up for, for this display at? And I remember Coogs letting me go to the stables, and I redid the stables. I mean, the stables were really beautiful. And I thought to myself, this would be a perfect spot. I mean, it was a big open area. So the the tonight's display will be coming from the stables, from the compound. Uh, did you um, move the horses? Yes, the horses yeah. have been moved. I okay. did. No animals right. will be harmed in the in, in the making of the firework display. What about my building? I'm hoping you got a sprinkler system. No, you should have ensured that there was a sprinkler system when you redid my barn. Oh, there's water. You know, a beast is standing there with the water hose. I can get beast to go up there with the water hose. Anything happens to my property, you will have claw marks where you do not want them. 
Ooh, I love I love wild times in, at night. Mm-hmm. All right. So later in the program, we will have fireworks apparently uh, live from the Anarchy Compound stable, the stable area. That should be um, interesting, to say the least. Thank you, Jack. Very interesting. Thank you, Amadeus. Uh, and hey, Elvin. Oh, hi. Didn't want to forget the little, the the tall. I don't, why are we calling little? Why did who started calling El Vegan little? I don't know. I, I think I it's, no it's, it's, it's the same thing that you Americans do, where you look at the you know the giant man and call him tiny. I think it's just you know, or the or the little guy and call him you know, big. Just you know, that weird sarcastic reverse humor you Americans use. Right. All right. Well, thank you, Judge, and good luck against Uncle Frank tonight. Let's now bring on a man who has technically two matches, but really it's kind of like he's got a warm-up match and then a big match. Uh, He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening, sir. So, we've already talked at length about the match with Sheik. We all expect you to win. We all want you to win. We all want you to kick his his ass for it. So, really, there's not much more to say about that match unless there was something you wanted to say about it on at the last second. No, I just, you know, I just keep in mind, you know, I, 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 I have a very special intro for tonight's match, uh, you know, so, you know, at least that should be, you know, fun and entertaining for all the fans, uh, you know, keep an eye out for when that happens, and, uh, you know, and then you get to watch, then you get to watch me, uh, you know, smack around, tap on cheek, again, <laughs> and then. Uh. So here's the side bet. What we need to do, what I want to do, is I want to start a uh, side betting pool to see what excuses he uses and when he starts. Hmm. We can do that. I, 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 that might not be a bad idea, actually. Uh, I, my bet is on uh, the he'll, – he'll blame the official. That would be – Okay, that and at what point? Uh, the well, match after, after the, the match. After the match, definitely after the match. Wait a minute. I guess I maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. He might he might 
do it earlier just to spite me. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about that later. We'll get, we'll get we'll talk about it later because you know don't want to. But yeah, all right, we can do that. So let's talk again about the match, the Hatfield and McCoy title match against the Cougar. Uh, El Vacant pointed out earlier, it's and Cougs pointed out the two of you have never met in a title match uh, ever in your careers. This is the first time for that. Uh, I believe that's correct. With that being said. Uh, is she somebody you consider a worthy opponent? Oh, certainly. I mean, she's Hall of Fame. You know, she's uh, the. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe she's the longest reigning female champion in the history of the company. Um, uh, for estrogen title, I should be specific. Um, and I also believe she's the most decorated female comp- uh, uh, in the history of the company. So I mean, it, you know, how I, I would be pretty uh, obnoxious of me to not consider a, a serious threat and to take her seriously. Well, very true, very true. So uh, she, like you, has two matches. One she considers, you know, she figures she's she's considering uh, Luke Cage to be as probably about as much as you considering Teflon Sheik as being a challenger to her title. Uh, in those other matches, and that she's going to be focusing on you. Does that concern you, that her focus is going to be clearly on you? Um, Only in that I think that overlooking Luke is a mistake. Um, Luke is is easily the physically strongest person we have in the company. You can't overlook that. Okay. I mean, if he gets his hands on you, he can hurt you. So, you know, Coogs, I mean, I appreciate the thought. I appreciate what you're saying, but but take him seriously or or he's going to hurt you. Coogs, do you have a response to that? Hurting me is probably the only thing that would bother me as far as Luke Cage goes because I've won the title and I would love to retain the title. But the hobo is another title like the estrogen in which it ties your hands and you can't go for another one unless you're ready to go for one of the top two, which I personally am not ready to go for one of those yet. So my goal is not really to hang on to that title, if that makes sense. I would like to. I have one of those titles myself right now. Right, and it, t- it ties your hands, so it's a bigger feather in my cap, I feel, if I get to beat Griff rather than hold on to the hobo that's going to tie my hands farther. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. It should be – that is a, a match match on the uh, that should be very fun to watch. Two Hall of Famers going at it for the Hatfield-McCoy Championship. Griff, any last parting thoughts before uh, – the night continues before you go to the ring. Hmm. No, I think it ought to be a really good match. Uh, good luck and uh, see you out there. Ditto. <laughs> All she right. Said she said ditto. She did. All right. So, Judge, I think it's about time for tonight's firework display. 
Can I get in on that bet real fast? Can I get on that bet? I, got, I, I want to put 20 of the sheets on a pin grip. Ooh. Oh, that won't be on the floor. Hey, buddy. Yeah, let's do the firework display. All right. You want to you want to make the introductions, Judge? You want to say introduction? This is a firework oh, display. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Judge. Welcome to RAWO. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2020 firework display at Philadelphia Freedom live from the compound statement. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. Whoa. Um, Wait, what? Judge? Judge? I, I don't think that's what you wanted to hear. I mean, I Somebody really don't think that's what happened. I mean, I took the horses out. Or did you get them all? They sabotage me. Uh, we're gonna cut off the fireworks. Cut them off. Cut them off. I can't. They're set. They're set. Well, I'm. I'm. No shit. Then we'll be cutting something else off. I'm gonna have to go look into this because I think they set it up. I think I've been set up. I can hard. Nightcrawler didn't get out in time. Okay, I think that's I think that's all. Oh, we need, we need, we, no, no, that's enough. Mm. Mm. Um, I need to look into it because I think I was sabotaged by anarchists. Why would they mm. sabotage you? And why they would they sabotage you? <laughs> Poor Pedro. He doesn't even live there. Why was he there? <laughs> oh, wait. He was probably trying to get a little something something going on with Coogs' horses. There will be an investigation into this matter. I will be definitely seeing what's going on. I gotta go back and watch tapes. <laughs> you do that. Just... <sighs> 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 I, I don't I can't I what, on, the, on the other hand on the you, other you hand RWF has a lot of glue now. Right. Oh, well. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after this quick song break. This is REWF Philadelphia Freedom Life on Pay Per View Judge. Yes. Oh. 
your blood comes from is where your face is. I seen the bright get color. I'm not gonna spend my life being a color. Would you agree with me when I saw you kicking dirt in my This is R.A.W.F. Philadelphia Freedom Live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, PA. Well, been an interesting evening thus far, L. Vacant. Uh, it's going to get even more interesting from things that I've been hearing and reading. Uh, we pro- were promised by Mark Caliber last night that we would find out the identity of the masked psycho. Uh, see, see, we I, did. He did. He did say this, and so I gotta find it because it was here a few seconds ago. The scene where uh, the two of them are talking, Mark Caliber in the boiler room, confronted by the mass psycho. See if there's an update on that conversation, then we can reveal the identity of the mass psycho. Nope. Apparently that conversation is still going on. We can't, don't have an answer for you. We'll probably have to get, find out about that next week on after hours. But uh, Mark, of course, has his issues, as we all know, three personalities uh, taking on the great red dragon tonight in a very important match at Philadelphia freedom. I, I worry about the man very, very much. I don't know if we're going to get the, the crow, the Joker, and then what? Cactus Josh is the third one. Uh, it, this man's definitely deeply disturbed. Definitely having issues. L vacant. Uh, you're th- I mean, it, it, the whole situation uh, continues to uh, continues to get more confusing and more confusing as the days go. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and report back to you guys next week. All right. With that being said, it's time to talk to the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. Tonight, she takes on Mithras, the title machine, in the most important match in her career. She is the one and only.
I miss Dolores. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Maeve O'Hare joining us on on Philadelphia Freedom. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, Wolfman. Good evening. There, I said it. I said it for you. Just saying. I I appreciate that about you, Wolfman. Oh, that's what you appreciate about him. Need you to take it down about 20, 25% there, how vacant. Okay. Oh, hello, microphone. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. But, Maeve, tonight, probably the biggest night of your RAWF career, chance to be the world heavyweight champion. Uh, We've talked about it at length. So last minute, but are the butterflies a flowing through that stomach? Uh, are the goosebumps a popping up on them arms? What's what what what's going on in the head of Maeve O'Hare tonight, going into the biggest match of her career? I mean, I, I wouldn't say butterflies so much as like great second hawks or something. Oh, it's uh, it's really real, you know. Oh, so I've just got to go out there and give it me the shot and. See, he's not alone at ringside. That's going to be interesting. It'll, it'll be a fun fight, I think. So, I, have, I realize we haven't asked you the one truly important question about this night. Oh, what's what's the one truly important question you haven't asked have me? Have you lad? put any thought at all yet into what, if you were to win, your menu item would be? I mean, it, it seems like it has to be something with potato, don't it? I mean, well, not I wouldn't have potato, know it soon. I, I really, I really do love potatoes <laughs> and cheese. Lots of cheese. Oh, I think I can come up with something. Wait, didn't someone recently call you tater tot? I, they did, but uh, on advice from the legal representative, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Oh, okay. I think I think I think I have idea. I'll leave it in your capable hands then. But that being said, <laughs> you all right, uh, Bumbles man? You need some tea. I I I I just I just I got nothing. I got nothing. With that being said, Maeve, uh, any final words for the heavyweight champion himself, Mr. Sitagomish? I want him to bring his A game. I don't want there to be no questions about, oh, well, Mithras weren't at 100%, or Mithras, he did this, Mithras. No, I want everyone to know that he gave his all in that match because that's going to be important when I'm a champion. That sounds like some confidence to me. It sounds like maybe, sounds like you're definitely, you, you're, you're definitely not, aren't too scared of this match tonight. So I commend you. Good I'm luck respectful. You Thank you, we'll Boltzmann. I and will come talk to you about that menu item after the match, shall they come? See, see. We'll have a nice long chat. Oh, will we now? Good. Ladies and gentlemen, Mabel Harris. Good night, Maeve. She is set to face Mithras the title machine tonight in the main event at Philadelphia Freedom World Heavyweight Championship on the line. It should be a good one. All right. Uh, Let's now talk to 
A woman who is a former two-time world heavyweight champion, former national champion, former other championships in IRWF right now. Uh, a bit of a slump, but tonight she faces somebody we weren't expecting her to face a couple of weeks ago in the returning brunette strangler. Let's talk to the one and only. Gentlemen, she is Lady Vex. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, LA. So, a night to possibly get back on track, if you will. Not, it's been a little bit of a slump for you here at NRAWF, but to get back on track, you're going to have to get through your bestie, your best friend, uh, another legend here in Unstoppable, in the Brunette Strangler. Uh, I'm sure. I, you know, this is going to be a friendly competition, but with that being said, can you afford for it to be too friendly? Um, hmm. I'm not thinking of it like that. I'm thinking of putting on a good show, giving people what they pay for. Um, this month may be a lost cause as far as ranking. Um, I may have to kick things up for next month for any type of a title shot next month. It's it's not exactly something I'm too worried about, but I am definitely going to try to keep it in that era of two friends that give their all in the ring. It should be. It is one of the matches that I'm very much looking forward to on the card, just because I love. I've always watched, loved watching you wrestle and brew. She's always a master in the ring as well. Uh, and currently, she is one of the final four in the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, which is not an easy feat by any means. So you have to give kudos to anybody who can do that even once. Uh, that being said, uh, if you say you go, the, the course the new rankings period begins this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen. That will be the first round robins for the next rankings period. I take it you, you're hoping this match will help you focus and get ready for this next period. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and it's not that I've lost my focus for this rankings period. Um, I've been focused. All of my matches have been closed. Um, that's and just not getting people's shoulders down, and apparently I'm not kicking fast enough. 
So I guess I need to kick harder. All right. I like that. Yes, folks, the new rankings period end, the, the rankings period ends with today's Philadelphia Freedom, and it kicks up again, the new one, this Wednesday. And this, of course, our next pay-per-view will be Tropical Aggression, live from uh, live from uh, El Vacant's home country, Cancun, Mexico, Estadio Olimpico Andres Cotana Ru. How do you, that is a long-ass name for a stadium. Why are, the, why are the stadium names so long in Mexico? Because we're Mexican. I, there's no right, other answer. Sure. When we name things, have you have you ever seen like if you well if I ever told you my actual name, not just my ring name? I mean, it's like it would take it takes 14 minutes to say the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Let's not do that because you know there's only so many there's only so many characters we can allow in a name, anyways. See, the problem here is like you know you you take arenas and we try to name arenas after people, but you know in Mexico we have this thing where you're like you name someone you have you have firstborn son and you're like okay so I'm going to name him Juan, but you know because he's the firstborn son he also has to have you know for that second piece of name he has to have my name so he's Juan Juan, and then you know uh, because you know because I was a firstborn son he should also have my grandfather's name so he's Juan Juan Pablo. You know, and then it gets crazy. You know, you're Juan Juan Pablo Diego Sanchez Ruiz Sanchez. Like, like, and you're like, how am I supposed to fit that on the SATs? Good point. I can't argue. I can't argue with that. <clears throat> and the worst right. part is he grows up and everyone calls him Giuseppe. Like, and you're like, what, where did that come from? Ah, so Vex, good luck to you tonight against Brew. It should be a very good match. I'm looking very much forward to it, as I've already said about a bazillion times, but I'm going to say it again, because, you know, <laughs> more, more, more L.A. walking to the hall going, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. And, uh, and just, to let you, to, just, let you, just to let you know, L. Vacant's hiding cans of whipped cream behind his back right now. Just, just, no, 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 no. No. That's okay. I won't go for them. He he seems to uh, he seems to want to stay a blow up doll. I'll leave him as one. Oh, well he's def he's definitely Thanks, overinflated if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're right about that. Only when people blow on me. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. That has been this has been Philadelphia Freedom. I think we're gonna call it a night. Uh it's Sunday night. Some of us some of us our managers have to get up god early in the morning. So uh we'll call it a night, short call it a short one tonight. And uh we will see you all next Saturday night for REW After Hours, get you some results from Philadelphia Freedom, uh, updated rankings, and we'll talk about the upcoming pay per view tropical erection. I mean tropical aggression. And don't forget, no. everyone, on the way out of the of the show, stop by the truck and get yourself one of my one of my very special Los, uh, Lord Amadeus Dirty Wieners. Good night, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.